Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. You're listening to a Chicago Sports Nation production. Enhancing your Chicago sports fan experience. Well, come on. Hey, welcome to Bears Nation podcast. I'm Josh. We have Jake and Chris, and we're finally we got the Wolf Pack back together. We are. I was I was gonna avoid saying something cheesy like that, but I decided <laughs> I decided to do it anyways because it's been so long. Um, unfortunately, this this will be one of the last, uh, actually the last podcast of this season, and the. I'm I'm willing to bet that the Bears did so well this season because we had our podcast because this was this was our first season together, right? Yeah, we we started in the off season, if I remember yeah. right. We didn't start yeah. last season. Yeah, we started. Yeah. So you're welcome, um, Bears fans all around. Kind of, I kind of feel like if that was true, Kevin White would have had a better season. <laughs> I, I feel like no. if we had a direct connection to this team, that would have turned out a little better. I think I think the reason Kevin White had such a hard time is because I was such a fan of him. Um, I, I've come I've come to realize that all of my predictions, <laughs> pretty pretty sure I'm a hundred percent wrong. Except the Saints actually won. I don't know if you guys kept up with my um, my prediction over the weekend. Oh yeah, know. I saw it. <laughs> that was so bad. And then when the Eagles were up, I was like, oh my goodness, this is it cannot get any worse. But anyways. You're actually really lucky though, because um, that would have been on that would have been on freezing cold takes uh, if you had all of them wrong. <laughs> For real. <laughs> actually, I had a plan. I had a plan. At the, if the if the Saints would have lost, I was gonna say uh, this is my list of teams that I thought were going to lose. I, I was gonna I was gonna flip it. Clearly. But anyways, yeah, because I, I I had no context. I just had four teams named, so it could have been anything. True. Um, I'm very glad that the Go Birds thing is off my Twitter Twitter name. Um, I just want to let everybody know if anybody cared. Because I did lose some followers. Because I don't know if that's I, I'm <laughs> annoying or if it was because of my uh, um, name. But um, I lost a bet to Ricky Wegman. Um, I said that the Bears were going to win. And I was pretty confident of that. And the, the loser had to put either Bear Down or Go Birds. And so I had to put a stupid Go Birds on my Twitter, but anyways, I guess we'll stop beating around the bush and just talk about what happened. Um, I don't think we have to, yeah, I don't think we have to live in it too long because we, I've, I've, I've accepted the fact that this was a great season. Um, it, I think there's been enough, enough space in between last week, uh, to be able to say, you know what, this was a great season, and it's the fact that we're so hurt by that loss. Only that speaks wonders, wonders of what where this team is at. But let's go ahead and um, talk about that game. Um, 
we'll we'll start off with uh, start off with Chris. Chris, where wherever you want to start, you can go. Um, just talk about the game in general. You can talk about your emotions throughout the entire game. You can talk about the game and like st- stats. Just go for it. Whatever you want to say about the game, you you, you let it out. <laughs> yeah. Um. You know. It was a great season. Um, like you said, there's been enough time between then and now to, to kind of just, you know, put the feelings aside for a second and realize, like, how far this team has actually come. Um, you know, we – I I think I speak for, you know, all of us when I say that um, I wasn't expecting us to have this type of uh, season. So, you know, it, it's 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 amazing. It, it was great. Um, and like you said as well, um, you know, the fact that we're so hurt by it means we expected a lot more from this team. Um, and you know, it, it happens for a young team. We'll be back. Um, and you know, that, that's all there is. We're, we're going to build on this, uh, next year, you know, improve and, and, you know, be right back here. Jake, do you have anything on the, on the game itself? Um, I mean the game itself, uh, I mean, it was fine. I mean, I, I really thought that the bears had that chance to, make some noise and do something in this game. And, you know, obviously when it came down to it, it looked like they had a shot. Um, I mean, just echoing your guys' sentiments about what a great season it was. Obviously, it's a lot better than we expected. Uh, I mean, I think we all predicted, what, 10 wins tops. I think we were all in that 8 to 10 range. Uh, And then here you are, you get 12 and win the division and so on and so forth. Obviously, didn't end the way we wanted. But, um, you know... This is the big thing from the game. Uh, Trubisky still had a good game. He, you know, obviously not his best game, but he still was pretty much no errors. Uh, He's now on four straight games without an interception, threw another touchdown, made some really big-time throws down the stretch, uh, and it really put a cap on a really good developmental season for him. I think it was a really good ending to a – a step forward season, a stepping stone season we saw from Mitch. And I'm excited to see what he shows next year. Yeah, it'll be interesting next year because next year, this year he had the fans backing him up because he's new. We had all the excuses in the book for every mistake that he made. Um, next year, he he's going to have not only the media and other other fans of other teams, and he's going to have – the fan, our his fans on his back too. If he starts to fail, because that's that'll be his second season. I mean, there's no more excuses, you know. So it'll definitely be interesting um, next season for him if he can handle that that pressure and take that next step. Because we're all expecting that, you know. Right. Um, so my take on the game, I felt like I, I I went back to my my text thread with my dad cuz he lives in Texas and his neighbor is a huge Eagles fan and I feel like whenever you're a f- fan of a division rival in the city that you're living in you're even more of a fan than <laughs> than uh you probably would be if you actually li- he lived in Philadelphia so like he has like Eagles stuff everywhere like everybody knows that he's a Eagles fan in, in Texas. Um, and so my dad was over at his house and he, we were texting back and forth and it just felt from the beginning, it just felt like we were losing. Like even, even when we were up, like it just it felt like the bears were getting beat. And um, that last drive, I, I don't know if that was true or not. That was just me being super nervous the entire time. Um, I don't know if you guys felt that way at all, but 
I felt exactly like that. And I, I actually mm-hmm. forgot to mention that, but you're, yeah, hundred percent. I like it. I just, I didn't have that confidence that I did throughout the games in the regular season. So yeah. yeah. I, 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 I couldn't even explain it either. Cause there was times we had, we held the lead into the um, second half, like usual, right? Like we, we had the lead. Yeah. I was pretty sure. Yeah. Yeah. We, yeah. Uh, we Chicago was up six to three at the half. Yeah. And but I, I had no explanation to the to the way I, I felt. I just it just felt like we were getting beat. Anyways, um, I was kind of disappointed in our in the definitely disappointed in the pass rush. Um, I think we only had one sack. Mm-hmm. Lots we of had- quarterback pressures. Lots of lots of pressure on Nick Foles. But I don't know. Are you just in those big moments? I I just I don't know. I expected more. I know we held. Even even at the line, we held Nick Foles and their running backs four downs. Yeah. Like all, all we needed was the fourth one, and even that last one. Like I just, it's as hard as it is. I just for some reason I was just so disappointed in them when they didn't get that. Uh, I, I guess because I was just so dependent on them the entire season, and that when it came down to it, like this is this is the moment. This is the moment that we've all been like. We aren't that worried about Trubisky in the offense because we have the defense, you know, and that kind of that kind of disappointed me. But in the end, we can all talk about who we're actually mad about, mad at, <laughs> and I think we all know his name. But uh, do you guys have any takes on before we move on to him? Uh, takes on the defense or offense specifically that you wanted to anybody you wanted to commend or that you were disappointed in or um, anything like that. Um. I think, I, I think what you said, you know, you, you hit it on the head when you said, um, you know, we, we, we weren't worried about, we weren't worried about the offense um, because we had the defense and, you know, they've been dominant all year. And I think the best way to describe the feeling that we had was, you know, our, our defense didn't look as dominant as it, as it did throughout the regular season. Mm-hmm. So it, it just, it just didn't feel right. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Know. Even Kyle Fuller. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead. I'll let you finish. But yeah, even Kyle Fuller was, that seemed yeah. off too. Yeah, no, I mean, it just, it was just weird because, you know, the Eagles, you know, right when the game started, they were just moving down the field pretty easily. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, yeah, that was extremely worrying. I, I feel like the defense got better as the game went on. Um, but, you know, it, we can blame Parkey all we want, but I, I still feel like um, we could have done more offensively. Um, and there's one person I want to blame, but I'll, I'll hold off on it for now. Um, and I'll, mm-hmm. I'll let Jake take over for right now. Um, <clears throat> I mean, I already talked about commending Mitch and the job he did, especially at the end. Uh, my biggest issue with this game was, you know, Tariq Cohen's your biggest weapon. Mm-hmm. You've been using him that way all year. And then he only gets three touches and only one out of the backfield. Um, that's something that can't happen. That's something that, you know, a guy who you've been touting as your biggest playmaker, your guy that can, you know, bust the game open at any time and, you know, give you these game-changing plays, and then you let him touch the ball three times, that's something that can't happen. Uh, also really disappointing, uh, Jordan Howard in the rushing game. Uh, you know, Taylor Gabriel's your second leading rusher with 20 yards. Jordan Howard carried the ball 10 times for 35 yards after seemingly showing progress in the weeks prior leading up to this game. And then, you know, he he and the entire rushing game disappear. So, um, unfortunately, I think that's going to be another big storyline 
for the Bears this offseason, the rushing game and how they can address that. If I have a feeling we're going to hear Jordan Howard trade rumors again. Uh, whether those are warranted or not remains to be seen. Uh, I'm, and I'm sure we'll talk about it at some point. But, yeah, I mean, the rushing game, it, it needs to be fixed. I mean, whatever that is, whether it's better scheming, better linemen, better whatever, it's just you, you can't just rely on the defense and hope Mitch takes the leap next year. you got to have a balanced offense. Yeah. All right, Chris, go ahead. <laughs> um, so forget about Parky and even forget about Trey Burton. Um, but exactly what Oh, Jake... man, we need to talk about um, Trey Burton. Yeah, too. I yeah, forgot I... about that, actually. Me too. Keep going, keep going. Uh, um, but exactly what Jake said. Um, I just think Nagy just called it a completely conservative game. Um, you know, it, it just seemed like he, you know, he was nervous and you could tell, even though he was a coach, like just, he just didn't have trust in Mitch, it seemed like. Um, and when the, when the run game wasn't working, they were just kind of dumping the ball off and just hoping someone would make a play. Um, at least that's what it seemed like. Um, I just I just wish he was more aggressive because me and Jake were talking about it um, for the preview of this game that um, the Eagles were the worst team defending passes over 20 yards um, in, in the entire league. Um, and, you know, we didn't really take many deep shots. So it was just frustrating. Um and you know, I, I he, he's a you know he's a rookie head coach, uh, but hopefully he just he just learns how to you know put his trust in Mitch. And you know, if Mitch does make that uh, stride next year, he has no excuse. So uh, you know, we'll we'll bounce back from it. But it, it was definitely frustrating. Um, was there any more information? I didn't read that article that uh, the Chicago Bears put out about Trey Burton, but definitely weird, right? Yep. Yep. Um, I, I mean, it could just be a just coincidence, but it just, uh, it's never going to sit right with me. Um, I just feel like we can't trust him anymore. And this might be me overreacting. So, um, but I'm just kind of thinking out loud that I, I, I just don't know if we can trust him anymore. And that's why I'm, I'm advocating for the bears to draft another tight end or pick one up in free agency, just something to, to kind of, you know, if, if things go wrong with him, that we have a backup option because I'm not sure Shaheen is going to cut it, honestly. Yeah, that was my next question. What do you guys think about Shaheen? Um, for me personally, it's – I don't want to use the B word, but it's starting to look like it a little bit, especially where we drafted him. Um, I think we all expected more, especially at this point. So, um, yeah, that's where I'm at with him right now. Yeah. Um, um, as, as far as Burton, as far as Burton goes, I, it's such a weird situation, what he said after and how he phrased it, you know, he said, Oh, maybe it was some anxiety, something, you know, everybody experiences anxiety, you know, everybody, you know, to varying degrees, whatever. I'm not trying to say that he doesn't have, uh, anxiety that he needs to deal with, whatever, but. I just find it hard to believe that you can mentally think yourself into an injury. Um, you know, I, I feel like it's just, it's weird. Like Chris said, it doesn't sit right. I feel like there's something that might've happened that we're not hearing about and they're just trying to move on from it and kind of, you know, just brush it aside. Um, you know, because it, I find it hard to believe that a guy who threw a, a touchdown pass in the Super Bowl is going to have the yips or going to, you know, think himself out of a game. Uh, I get that he's a bigger part of this team and he's more of a leader, but I just feel like it, I'm also scared of it being something that we haven't heard about yet. Maybe some accident, some stupid 
you know, mishap, whatever it is. Mm. Um, I, I just have that bad feeling about that. Um, you know, if nothing ever comes out, whatever, I'm, I'm willing to move on from that. I think Burton had a fine season. I think he lived up to expectations for what you signed him for. Um, so I'm fine with rolling with him in the future. I'm also fine with rolling with Adam Shaheen. Uh, he was having a really good preseason before that ankle injury. Ankle injuries are nothing to, you know, especially severe ankle injuries are nothing to, you know, laugh at or, or, you know, turn your nose at because, you know, the dude went on IR. It was, we weren't even sure if he'd be able to come back at the be- yeah. at, when it first came out. Um, and for the way he plays his game, he's not just a blocking tight end. He's not just a guy that can sit there and, you know, throw some blocks at the line. He's fast. He's a route runner. He's someone who you want to get into the receiving game. From the things, the small amount that I saw from Adam Shaheen this season, you know, some of those long catches, some of those things where he might have went over the top of someone, um, I liked it. You know, last year was kind of a lost year for him. It was a lost year for everyone that we wanted to see on from offense, including Mitch Trubisky. So, I'm still willing to give Adam Shaheen a, a shot. I still think he has all the physical gifts, all the physical tangibles that you want from someone who could have a big part in this offense. I think he's just got to stay healthy, which is obviously a big if. We've seen that with Kevin White, but you know these injuries with Adam Shaheen have kind of been freak injuries. So I'm, I'm willing yeah. to still, uh, I'm still willing to see if he can become something. Um, how how messed up would that be if it comes out that like let's let's say in a week you you see like a trey burton commercial of him like (laughs) doing like laps or something for nike i don't know and that's how he tore or hurt his hamstring that'd be that'd be awful that would suck i mean i I don't think they'd let it run if that was the case but yeah that would suck or that would stink or if it was some even like you know, freak accidents happen all the time. Even if it was something like that, you'd have like to ice skating with his family or something. Right. I, mean, I don't something, know. Like... Something dumb. Yeah. yeah. I, I think, uh, sorry to cut you off. I think, no. No, you're good. I, I think it's, it is something dumb because of when it was reported, you know, it was like t- right. 10 PM at night, the, the night before the game. And I'm just like, I, I don't know if you guys remember, but I tweeted, I was like, when, when did he get hurt? Like how, how right. yeah. Um, so I, I don't know. I mean, Unless he was banged up, you know, all week and it just got worse. But I feel like they would have said something about that. So it is what it is. Um, yeah, hope, you know, we'll move on from it. Um, but I'm I'm still hoping for another tight end, just in case. Um, for for the people who don't understand, and I, I don't think I did understand until Nagy said it, but why why was everybody so mad at Parkey for going on the, the, the Today Show? Um, I, I think it was just me and my, me and my dad were talking about it. And, um, you know, he, he told me that it was his thoughts were, he believed that Cody Parker was just going on their show to kind of save his own face. Um, and, you know, auditioning for his next job per se, um, just kind of showing like, look, I can brush this off. I can be, you know, the kicker that, that they paid me to be and whatnot. Um, and, you know, now, now that I'm thinking about it and after what Nagy and, uh, Pace said about how they they didn't know about it until the report came out as well. So it was kind of just he did this on his own, and I think that just did not sit right with Bears fans at all. Yeah, like so. What they said, what Nagy and Pace said was it was it looked more like a me thing instead of a we thing. And the whole the whole season, anytime Parky's messed up, the whole team is backed above. Like, hey, no, it's it's a team game. We we, we put him in that position. Blah blah blah. Like. 
Um, and he he went up there on his own, and he didn't have to, you know. Like, anyways, I just wanted to make that clear for everybody who's like, no, no, I just don't understand. Like, he was just protecting himself, and that's the problem. Like, he was. He was just protecting himself instead of just waiting it out. Because, I, I mean, it's a week later, and, yeah, I'm still a little hurt by it, but, like, I, like I got a life. I got to move on, you know. Like, <laughs> I'm not – I probably would have – yeah, I would have been upset if he was still on the team next season, but which I would I would understand if he is still on the team because of the whole money situation. Um, but now, even more so, people are more on the get rid of Parky train. Like if he had just kept his head down low and just moved on. But anyways, do you have something to say, Jake? Yeah, I so I do think Cody Parky had a choice here, and for the record, I do think it was the wrong choice. Uh, I think he saw it as a damned if you do, damned if you don't. If he doesn't go on, he continues to get ripped. Oh, look at this guy. Oh, he won't even talk about it. Oh, he's scared. He's scared of it, answering questions, blah, blah, blah. If he does not go on, though, then he saves face with his teammates, with his coach, with his general manager, and it looks better and, you know, makes it look like he's not, you know, doing this for himself. Um, he goes on now and he now it looks selfish. And I, I think Chris is right where in his head, he's probably like, all right, I'm, I'm already out of a job. I got to, you know, show that I can keep my head held high and, you know, still respect myself and, you know, just accept responsibility. Again, I think that's the wrong choice. I think that he should have just taken it, taken the social media beating, moved on, you know, still hold face with your teammates and coaches, which is more important. Um, I personally thought that, up until today, up until I heard that sentence from Nagy that, oh, this was more of a me thing and not a we thing. And we preach we things and being and, you know, holding each other accountable. Up until I heard that, I was under the impression that Cody Parkey would be on the team next year. Now, I don't think so. Yeah. And I only, yeah. My only because it sounds like they're like, hey, man, we have a culture here about everyone. You know, it's not every man for himself. It's not, you know, looking out for yourself. It's everybody looks out for each other. Everybody has each other's back and you broke that and you broke that culture. And that's, you know, we can't have that. So like I said, up until today, I thought Cody Parkey was going to be on the team. Now going off of that, I'm not sure how I feel about that because, you know, obviously bears fans and everybody's going to be, I spark, Oh, Robbie gold. Oh, he's a free agent. Oh, he's, yeah, fine. Robbie Gold's 36 years old, and Robbie Gold left Chicago for a reason. Yeah, he's been, in credit to him, he's been money ever since he went to San Francisco. Awesome for him. I love Robbie Gold. I still have a signed hat from Robbie Gold in my room at home. Um, but Parkey is a former pro bowler. He's younger. You paid him for a reason. You gave him a longer-term deal for a reason. Robbie Gold left for a reason. He's 36 years old. I would, I I personally do not want them to sign Robbie Gold because I think the same exact risk is theirs with Cody Parkey. I'd rather they get someone, either an undrafted free agent or even take someone in the seventh round with a rocket leg who, you know, is proven accurate. I tweeted it after the game. Wyoming's kicker has missed like four kicks in the last three years combined. And as long as like 56 or something like that. Um, obviously, it's easy for me to say that. And, you know, Josh, you brought up the money before, but... Like I said, I love Robbie Gold. I just don't think bringing him back is the right choice. Um, I think we all follow Mike Brez on Twitter. He he mentioned mm -hmm. tra trading uh, uh, Cody Parkey. Do you think that's? Do you think anybody would even jump on that at all? 
No, because they know the Bears would just cut him. Yeah, yeah. I, that's exactly what I was going to say. Yeah. Because um, if they if they could trade him, like package him with somebody else, <laughs> and I'm not saying Jordan Howard, that's what Mike said, but I'm just saying package him with somebody else, we maybe had to get rid of that contract and also free up some space to pay other people, which which would be nice. Um, hey, do you guys you guys remember the name Andy Phillips, the kicker that yes. was? Yep. What do you do? You remember why we picked Connor Barth over him? It was there ever a reason or anybody? Was he that yeah. bad? Supposedly, supposedly they just felt like Barth gave us the better chance to win, which kind of sounds crazy now, but. Um, at the time, I, I guess it was a choice they had to make. Well, Barth kind of, Barth was a veteran. Yeah, yeah, he had been good in Tampa yeah. Bay previously too, so he, I think he had the pedigree. Gotcha. Um, I wouldn't mind seeing him because he was always fun on social media too. I think that's, I, 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 it's so important from a fans fan side of things. Like, if you want your fans to be happy with your with your organization. It, it's not just the pace. It's not just Nagy. It's the players and how they interact with the fans, too. And Twitter is such a, an awesome tool for them to do that. Like Akeem Hicks, ever since the, they've been off the field, has been so active on Twitter. And I've loved it. Like, it's been amazing. Um, did you guys see that exchange between him and Tariq Cohen? Yeah. yeah. That was hilarious. Like, <laughs> what did he say? Uh, what did Akeem say to... Uh, Three codes, something about shortcomings. It was so good. I was impressed. It was a key mix, but um, he was basically making fun of the 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 video that came out of Tariq Cohen getting um, played on one play. I can't remember what it was, but anyways, uh, Akeem Hicks was just riding him. But it's been, it's just been cool to see the interaction between some of the fans and and the players too. And um, even as little as a kicker, like look, look how much the fans love Pat. Um, Pat, I don't know how to say his last name, McAfee or something like that. Or McAfee, McAfee, yeah. Anyways, the the fans love him, and he's a kicker for goodness. I mean, he was good, but it's 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 his presence with the fans and his interaction, and um, I, I, it's so important. And so when Parky comes out <laughs> on national television and uh, does what he does, like of course the fans are going to hate you, and then now. Now the organization is definitely in a position where they have to get rid of you just because you, you pretty much did it to yourself. Like it's, it's, it's super important to be involved with your fans and open and communicative, but not the way that he did it. He did it wrong. Mm-hmm. But anyways, um, yeah, so I, I don't think we have to talk about the game too much. This isn't going to be a game recap. It's just that game's over. Season's over. Um, now we need to move on. It's been a week. Um, we have a new defensive coordinator, Chuck Pagano. Where, where are you guys at with that? How do you guys feel about that? I, I personally love it. Um, uh, he is more aggressive than Vic Fangio. Um, I just want to say uh, Vic Fangio, in my opinion, is a much better defensive coordinator. Um, but I would not be surprised if Chuck Pagano's defense actually performs just as good. Um, he's, he's a lot more aggressive, um, and he has a lot of creativity up front with his defensive linemen also specializes in uh, making his defensive backs a lot better. Um, he's known for that. So, um, you know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if this defense doesn't skip a beat. 
Yeah, I like the uh, not Fangio. I like the Pagano hire too. Uh, as soon as we heard that Fangio was going to be leaving for the Broncos job, um, which awesome for him. We know his name has been in the head coaching mill for a very long time, uh, five plus years at least. I would say, uh, you know, I think we all knew that eventually Fangio would leave. Getting Chuck Pagano, former head coach, someone who had success in Indianapolis, I think is a really good fallback option. Uh, a lot of people are pointing to that, oh, well, the Colts never really had a really good defense under Pagano. They were middle of the pack at best. Yeah, but it, during that time, the Colts had Ryan Grigson, who I believe is out of the NFL now, as their general manager. And he only ever gave Chuck Pagano one defensive player from the first round of the NFL draft. So, you know, there was never really a lot of defensive talent there. Uh, in Indianapolis, they were always about Andrew Luck and giving him weapons. And, you know, they weren't really giving Pagano the assets in Indianapolis, I don't think. So, uh, you know, with guys like Khalil Mack, Akeem Hicks, uh, Eddie Jackson, on and on and on, uh, you know, pretty much named the entire defense at this point. But I, I think Pagano's going to see a lot more success there uh, than he did with his defense in Indianapolis. And in 2011, he had the third-ranked defense with Baltimore. So that's pretty decent, too. Um, I do know that our DBs will have to step up. Not, they did great this season, but I think they did great because of the pressure um, and because of the front seven. But with less coverage going back and more blitzes going in, um, there's going to be a lot more pressure on them to covering their guys. Uh, and so based off this last playoff game, Fuller definitely worries me. And, that, and it's not... Fuller had a great season, obviously. <laughs> Interception leader, uh, pass defended leader. Like, he's passes defended leader. He's, he's, he did great. I'm just worried that um, with more pressure, he digresses. And we only have one example of that. We have one playoff game. Um, and so hopefully that just gets better. And uh, that's all I have to say about that. I, I, I agree with everything you guys said about Chuck Brown. I think... Um, everything that's came out on Twitter and just watching, like looking at stats and stuff of previous teams, he's uh, been defensive coordinator for the Ravens. Like, <laughs> I, I, I'd say they're a pretty good defense when he was the coach of them. Like, <laughs> they, were, they were no joke. Um, so I think, I think he can replicate that. And defense isn't like offense. Um, offense has changed so much over the years, whereas defense, uh, Vic Fangio has been getting it done however many years. Pagano's been getting it done for however many years. Uh, Rex Ryan had it had it down for however many years um, when he was a coach. Like Todd Bowles, like their defense has been dominant. Their defenses have been dominant uh, over the over the years, and I think it doesn't change as much as offense does. And I don't know if that's a true statement or not. You can correct me if if you want, but um, or maybe it's just easier to adjust on defense. I don't know. But it's it should translate well. I think Pagano is going to be able to do what he did the, has done in the past with the players that he has as his disposal. Um, since we're going into the offseason, we need to be talking about needs on the team. What are our direct needs for next for next season? What do we need to address over the offseason? Um, I actually just finished my Chicago Bears mock draft, posted on Twitter. You guys check it out. Um, 
But I the first three picks I had for the Bears were cornerback, tight end, and offensive tackle in that order. Um, and I think I, not necessarily in that order, but I think those are those are definitely our needs. Um, those are the ones that stand out. And then maybe maybe looking at a safety uh, if we let uh, Amos walk. So um, those four, but specifically cornerback, tight end, and and offensive tackle for sure. Um, I think the needs go in this order. Uh, offensive line, running back, defensive back. Uh, I think offensive line, you're looking at Bobby Massey potentially leaving. Uh, you've had guys injured. Yeah, you expect Whitehair and Daniels to continue progressing, but you still need to shore up that starting spot in the event that Massey walks. Uh, running back, we talked about earlier. It's been, The running game's been non-existent for the Bears. Uh this entire past season, Tariq Cohen, love him, think he's great. He can't be a three-down back. He's not an every-down back. He's not going to help you. He's not going to carry you for an entire game. Jordan Howard, love him. It's just clear that Nagy doesn't know what to do with him. So I think it's his spot on the team is in question. Uh, then, obviously, defensive back, whether that's a safety for or a corner, I don't know, depending on uh, who walks between Amos and Callahan and potentially some other guys, or if either of them walk at all. If neither of them walk, then that's a different story. But, I mean, that's I still think defensive back, you can never have enough depth anyway. So I still think it's something you need to look at. Um, if if running back is, is a need, so we have the draft and then we also have free agents. Um, with enough time, never mind, I, I saw, I've seen rumors. I don't know if we want to talk about this. We can get rid of it if we want. But I've seen the rumors of the cream hunt thing. Where, yeah. where do you, is there enough time in between what he did and off season for, for people to? I, I don't. I feel bad even just talking about it. Like I don't think I could be okay with it. More to have that guy I, on the team. I just tweeted it. Keep Kareem Hunt as far away from my team as possible. Okay. That just mentioned what what they said in the presser and. Leave it at that. They didn't rule it out in the presser. I will yeah. say that, and we, we he can just is yeah. his his physical talents on the field warrant that. Like, yeah, you got to at least consider it, I guess. Um, but I I just think it's a, a worse look if you bring him in uh, so soon. I still think he's probably going to be in street clothes for probably another year before teams start to really get serious about bringing him in. Yeah. So off season, who who would you bring into that spot? It's 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 tough. Um, you know, we've seen Tevin Coleman's name thrown around. Mm-hmm. Um, I just don't think that's realistic. I I I think the draft might be the best way to go, uh, try, especially if you're trying to save money because you know we we have we have other guys who need to get paid as well. So um, I think. Right now, the draft looks like the best option. And then, you know, what, whatever happens with Jordan Howard, you know, we got to wait and see what happens with that before you start making any decisions on, on running backs. But, um, yeah, I, I don't see a free agent that's, you know, that we can bring in for cheap that'll give us the production that we need. Um, but, yeah, that's where I'm at. Um, yeah, just, uh, the I, idea I, of Jordan – go ahead, Ben. No, I was just going to – Going up, piggybacking off what Chris said, I think the draft is your, uh, I, I think it's your best option. There's no reason to go pay someone when you have Howard and Co- and uh, Cohen uh, on the cheap. I think that there's plenty of 
pretty good to very good running back prospects uh, in in this draft. Uh, I mean, you look at names like Bryce uh, Bryce Love, Damian Harris from Alabama might be in this draft if he declares. Uh, Benny Snell, he's uh, from Kentucky. He was really good this year. So I, I think there's plenty of guys that you can take a flyer on in the draft, fourth, fifth round, maybe even sixth round, depending. And you could probably get good value for him and see what you got. But I, I think going and paying for running back would be foolish. What round was, uh, I think, James Conner? That's his name, right? What, what round was he in for the Steelers? Uh, he might have been fourth. He was later, I, I'm pretty sure. But... Yeah, he was He was middle round. Yeah. Um, yeah, I agree. I agree that the draft's probably the best place to, to do it. It's just... And it, if you go out and buy Connor, a running back that has any kind of skill... real quick. Go ahead. Connor was drafted third round, 105th overall. Gotcha. Um, if you go out and buy a running back who has shown any kind of skill in the past, it's just, it's going to cost so much money. So I agree. Like the draft is probably the best place to do it. Um, and then the whole Kareem Hunt thing. Yeah. Let's, I, I agree. I think we should just keep, just move on. Like don't even play with the idea right now. You have an awesome culture in, in your players and what you've, what you've talked about the entire time. It's just, um, having these guys with good character um, on and off the field and in the locker room. Like, these are all just solid dudes that you have on your team, and I, you don't want to risk a cancer. You know, you don't, you don't want to risk somebody that's going to come in and, and shake that at all. And, that's, and I think that's another reason why we're going to see Parky off the team is what a, what a perfect – player to be able to make an example out of like you can replace a kicker but let's say it was Khalil Mack that did what Parky did you know now you're gonna have to make an example out of one of your star players so at least at least we're getting or we get to make an example of who we are as a team and who like for example um the Chiefs had to let go one of their star running backs because of what he did Kareem Hunt but because of we get we have to let go of a kicker which i'm okay with like of all the positions on the team who we need to make an example out of uh i'm glad it was parky but all that to say uh let's let's keep the character uh at the same level that we have it and just bring on somebody who uh, matches who we are as a team because um, you you could still have hype and confidence like um anthony miller and still have character, and uh, so I, I, I appreciate that about our team, and uh, we've talked about it before. It's been been nice to not have to worry about like dumb things like other teams have had to worry about this season. Um, speaking of Anthony Miller, uh, he is going. It is confirmed he's going to have offseason surgery on his shoulder. Um, that's that's why his draft capital went so far down, right? Because of his injury history. Mm-hmm. Yep. So hopefully, hopefully, I'm glad it happened at the end of the season, of if um, as opposed to during the middle. Uh, but he's got to get that under control because we like him a lot. And if he gets, keeps getting hurt, um, if it gets progressively worse, that would suck. But uh, oh, one thing we didn't mention was Allen Robinson having ten receptions for 143 yards <laughs> in the playoff game. Like that's pretty amazing. Um, uh, it was nice to see him come into uh, his own officially like to watch the game and be like oh that's a bomb 
oh, it's going to Allen Robinson. Oh, that's probably going to be a catch because he's a baller. Like, it was just nice to be confident um, in, in one sure. of our players. He showed you why you paid him that money to be a number one. He showed you what he can be when he's fully healthy. So I'm excited to see what he does next year. Yeah. Um, cool. So we talked about talked about the offseason. We talked about um, who, what positions need to be addressed. When we come back, um, I don't know when we're going to come back, but we'll, we'll announce it. But when we come back, we'll talk about who – we officially think should fill those spots, whether it be free agency or the draft um, or even trades. We can even talk about some trades later, but um, is there any other topics off the top of your head that you guys want to talk about? Uh, I think we hit it all. Yeah. I mean, we could do a full off season preview like a week or two after the Super Bowl. Yeah. 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 That works. You guys want to mention maybe one of your, favorite Bears moments of the season? I have mine. If, if uh, I know mine off the top of my head. All right, go for it, Jake. And then, Chris, you can go after that. Yeah. Um, yeah, my favorite moment from the season was uh, Mitch's six-touchdown pass game. I, I think uh, that yeah. really showed you the type of player he can be. And, of course, like, obviously, that was probably his best game all year. And Tampa Bay ended up being kind of stinky. But uh, I, it just showed you what he can do. And I think that game really started his ascension into a guy who we can count on to one day, you know, be the face of the franchise if he isn't already and be that guy that can lead us to a Super Bowl, uh, lead us to a couple playoff wins. So, uh, you know, I, I just think about that game and think about, you know, the sky's the limit for Trubisky. Yeah, uh, for me, it wasn't a specific moment, but uh, more so of a storyline, just Eddie Jackson just this I season. I knew he was going to say that. Yeah. <laughs> I, I I mean, I, I really don't have any more words to describe how good he's been. Um, and, you know, we've been missing a player like this for so long. Even seems like even when we had, um, you know, great defenses, we were always missing that that top-tier safety that put us over the top. Um, I know we had Mike Brown and, and guys like that, but I just feel like, Eddie Jackson, just with the leadership, talent, just everything, you know, the way he carries himself, um, just just everything about him is just, I hope he's he's on our team for the rest of his career. Yeah, no, I agree. It's It's been fun to watch him. Um, my moment was week one. I know it was, I know it was a loss, but when Khalil Mack came in and did everything that he was advertised to do, yeah. That was amazing. That was amazing. And then just, just the uh, the thought of Gruden's mouth, like mouth is dropping. Like, oh my goodness, what did we do? Like, he had to have been upset a little bit. Like, there's no way you watch that performance, and him running back for a touchdown. Like, that was storybook, a storybook play and beginning for Khalil Mack. Like, not sh- like the the national media saying like, is he worth that? How much money he's going to be paid and. Is he like? Can he live up to to that kind of a paycheck? And then him just come in and do a pick six and a strip fumble and sack, or strip strip sack, and then like all this stuff, like pressure out the wazoo. Like it was just, it was amazing, um, and it really set the tone for the defense for the rest of the season. So uh, I think that was my favorite moment. Bears moment was just coming right off, right out of the bat, right off the bat, just hot. Um, I know it was a loss, but it it definitely told us that this Bears defense is legit. 
Um, but yeah, so that was my moment. Um, it's sad, definitely sad that the season's over. Um, because now we have a whole off season, and I remember last off season being so excited when we got Nagy, and how long it took for that off season to get to be over. Um, but you know, off season's a ton of fun. I don't know if ours is going to be that great just because we have such a solid team right now um but, it'll be nice to have an uneventful off season for once yeah. yeah well i remember last 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 off season like it was a lot of fun just to cover it since right. we since that's, that's what we do we, we cover all the all the new new additions and all that like it was just a lot of fun to cover it so i think this off season might be a little bo- boring for us but like you said it'll be nice as a fan just to not have to worry about, all right, this is the glaring need. We need help here. Like, I, I, with our current roster, I'm pretty confident in going into next season. Um, and a, a storyline I just thought about, and I didn't, I'm not even sure we should mention it, but I was, I was thinking about uh, if Trubisky has a bad season next season. If, big, huge if, bad season, he just clearly doesn't look like the person. Would you guys be opposed to trading up for a quarterback in in the off season next season? Because we have some we have some pretty big names coming up. Not this off season, but next off season. In, right. In, in my in my mind, I just feel like there's absolutely no way he can get worse. Like that. Like from from after this season, I feel like the only way is up. Um, not yeah. because he's bad, but just because. I mean, he he really has no excuse anymore, and we all know he has the talent. Um, the question was just, you know, his experience, you know, a new offense, um, you know, new weapons around him, getting comfortable with them. But, you know, going into next year, the offense is practically going to be the same um, besides a few guys here and there. But, you know, his targets are, are going to be there. Um, and, you know, he's, he's already built chemistry with them. So I just see no way, he you know, he gets worse. So um, I don't even want to think about that, to be quite honest with you. Cool. All right. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. We don't have to talk about it at all from here on out. But I, it was just an interesting thought that crossed my mind uh, because of the big names that are coming out. Like, if you had the opportunity to have Andrew Luck on your team right now, or like, like it's just one of those questions you ask yourself. Like, I love Mitch Trubisky, or I love Jordan Howard. But if I could go back and have drafted, I don't know, name any. I don't know. My point being, are we gonna? It, it, I, I get it I, I mean, I, because you're going to have Jake Fromm and Tua Tagovailoa and Justin Herbert, and so it's going to be interesting. But, no, I, I think you're, you're – Trubisky, he'd have to have a terrible, awful – like he'd have to have like his arm chopped off in a freak accident <laughs> <Yeah>. or something. <laughs> he'd have to have a random hamstring. <laughs> um, right. It'd, yeah. have to be, it'd have to be crazy. Yeah. Anyways, I, it was just an interesting thought. Um, don't don't – uh, lynch me or anything <laughs> all right anyways here we go uh this is sad this is okay no it's only gonna be like two weeks three weeks four weeks three weeks so yeah we'll do an off-season preview after the super bowl week or two cool so yeah the people the people have had enough um have had this kind of uh break before they can they can they'll handle it they'll be okay yeah. <laughs> um all right well you've been listening to bears nation podcast uh Thank you so much. This whole entire offseason, I mean, this whole entire season has been a ton of fun uh, covering it. I, I've really enjoyed talking about the games with Jake and Chris and 
um, all those who have been listeners and kept along with us and had a good time with us and uh, commented on Twitter and, and subscribed and all the good stuff, liked, heart, whatever you want to, whatever platform you listen on, thank you so much. I just wanted to give my gratitude. And if you guys want to say anything real quick, go ahead. Yeah. Um, I just want to thank everyone for the support as well. Um, you know, we, we've, in my eyes, we've grown a lot. Uh, you know, we, we started doing this as, you know, just a hobby. And then, it, you know, we started growing a little bit and started noticing that people were listening. So, you know, it, it, it made us want to do it even more. So, um, just want to thank everyone. Um, and, you know, next year we'll be back. So, you know, stay tuned. Yeah, I mean, it's been awesome uh, doing this with you guys for, uh, I mean, it's been probably a, about a year now. And it's been really cool. It's been really fun. Um, like Josh said, thank you for sticking with us through all of our terrible predictions, all the ones we got <laughs> right, all the ones we got wrong, all the rants, all the tirades. Uh, it's fun, and it'll be back. Yeah, like Chris said, I mean, we're going to be doing it all again once next season starts and through the offseason periodically, too. Cool. All right, guys. Well, thank you so much for all that you guys have done as well. So, uh, like I said, you've been listening to Bears Nation podcast, and bear down. Chicago.